Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles. It's 23 past 11. Tuesday the 15th of May 2018. How was your day today? Was it alright? I had um mixed day. I was at home in the morning trying to get through some stuff and then had to go for a couple of, um, well, one recruitment meeting and one chat really that I'll tell you about. Um, but because I'm still, you know, some way away from Marley, uh, comes ends up adding another two hours of driving time. So between that and the meetings that, uh, consumed the rest of the day, um, I did pop into the site and, uh, <laughs> now that the contractors have started to move in, you can't just turn up um, and expect to be able to walk around because you need boots and a high hat and high hat, a hard hat and a high visibility um, jacket. So basically, I, I was meeting someone there, um, a nurse that's going to come to the Ralph. Actually, I'll tell you a bit more about her in a minute. Um, so we were able to have a look around, but not as thoroughly as I would like, because, um, you know, protocols and all that. <laughs> so, um, anyway. And, um, yeah, so this nurse that I met with, um, I'd actually met with her back in, I think it was in 2016. And uh, she's stayed interested ever since, um, which is wonderful. And comes very highly recommended by somebody that I know, like, and trust who works at the same referral center that she's currently in. And apparently she's a real, um, you know, they really depend on her there. And so this person said that she's going to be sorry to see her leave, but that I should try and give her the most senior role I can find, um, because she's wonderful. And, uh, so she obviously knew a lot about the Ralph because she and I had met and had a long coffee chat before, um, and she told me today that she'd gone back and told her partner that uh, if she wasn't able to come to the Ralph, then she was just going to stop nursing. Um, and I, I'm hearing that, let's just say, not that rarely nowadays. Um, so that's kind of lovely. And, you know, again, lots of, um, lots of conversation and sharing of experiences, which continue to reinforce the um, the thesis around Ralph um, you know people's experiences continue to reinforce what we're trying to do um, so yeah that was uh, that was pretty cool and uh, I tell you what though she she was telling me how you know she doesn't think obviously you have to be a little bit careful because you can't just take you know one person's experience and even the experience of a few people that I met, but, um, you know, she, she was saying that she doesn't think that she actually knows any of her colleagues, um, not just where she is now, but at other places, you know, people that she knows and she's friends with, um, who actually, you know, are really happy in their jobs and feel appreciated, feel, uh, like they have the time to do their work properly and, you know, nurse and look after the patients, um, well. And, you know, that, uh, that seems to be, um, the default position nowadays. I'm always getting the impression that you need to assume, 
have a default assumption that most people in the veterinary profession are not happy in their jobs. Um, Because all these conversations I have now, obviously, I'm, you know, in some ways, it's a very narrow lens on a bunch of people because perhaps the sort of people that are attracted to wanting to have a conversation about the Ralph are the kind of people that aren't happy where they currently are and are looking for somewhere where they could be happy. Um, So, you know, it's a sort of sample bias in that regard, and I'm sure there's some elements of that, but nonetheless, I do get the impression that there is this trend. so anyway, I said to you before that I've sort of stopped offering roles to nurses on the spot in general because I need to figure out the blend of the total total number. Um, but this person was somebody that I was always going to offer a position to if she was interested. And, you know, um, because she's super qualified, highly recommended, and um, has been committed to coming to the Ralph for, you know, since 2016. So, um, yeah, she was keen to come, so that's wonderful. And I've actually um, offered her one of the senior nurse roles. We're going to have a couple to start with. Um, and, uh, yeah, so all good, really. Um, another wonderful person that I think would be a great, great uh, contributions to the Ralph. You know, we were talking a lot about the things that um, are of focus priority to me and you know when all is said and done one of those things is definitely how people treat the patients and I don't mean medically treat them I mean how they handle them and how they show them love and compassion and care and you know a zero tolerance policy for anything other than that Um, and this person is one of those people that you know um, that's her natural DNA if you like and so you know we were having this conversation about how because I said that for me, part of the thing around the Ralph is that I wanted to create a place where I knew that I could leave my own animals, my own companion animals for treatment and that they would be handled and treated in the way that, um, you know, I would want them to be. I would want all animal companions to be treated in that way and to create that kind of a place, you know. Um, and so, you know, and she was saying that uh, at her current place, she very much feels like sometimes she has to just toe the line because otherwise people think that she's kind of going off on one again. Um, you know, she's off on her cat trip again or whatever, as in she's being unreasonable or getting on a high horse or something. And actually, I, you know, I had had those experiences myself where you kind of stand out as the person that's trying to do these things and be compassionate and more caring and so on. And, um, you know, so at the Ralph, of course, it's going to be completely opposite way round. So you'll stand out if you're not like that, which means that I'll just, you know, this kind of the way we do things around here, the default position will be, you know, different to some places, but not, you know, there are definitely some places that are, that are good in that regard for sure. But um, certainly our default position is going to be, so someone like her is going to be able to help, you know, build that and embed that into the hospital and, we'll feel very comfortable that that's what that's what is our norm um so that's pretty cool and then i had a chat with somebody who reached out to me who's a primary care vet um been in practice for 25 years um i think it's so wonderful people feel like they can just you know contact you um and to be honest i told her that you know we don't have any paid positions for primary care vets other than out of hours but 
she's neither looking for that nor would be qualified to do that compared to some of the other people that are interested. Um, but you know that I was willing to, uh, not willing to, that sounds bad, that I was keen to meet with her and talk about what she's looking for and understand, um, you know, her perspective on things just because, you know, I've said before, I, I believe in the universe and that everything happens for a reason and she probably reached out to me for a reason and even if we don't know what it is at the moment and you know we got to have a good long chat for a couple of hours about all kinds of things talked about culture and leadership and her experience and her practice and again you know her practice was one where when it started it was small and felt like family and, and everyone knew each other etc and it's fiercely independent at least at the moment but has grown you know to quite a big scale and now there's a lot more of this impersonality uh, lack of care of people inappropriate um, let's just say non-helpful management structure and so on and you know again just hearing the same different things reinforced by different people in different environments but, um, sorry excuse me um, so we had got to chat about all kinds of things really and I you know as I said I don't have a paid position for her but um, she's partly looking to be able to kind of you know immerse herself in some new learning um, she's going on a sabbatical actually for three months and then comes back and you know will be going back to her job but I kind of said you know that if she wanted to um, come and spend some time with us not in a paid capacity but you know come and hang out uh, and we could work out a schedule and allow her to come and do that um, that you know I'm sort of open to that um, and then we just see what else happens in the future you know so yeah um, that was kind of about it really and then uh, tomorrow tomorrow's Wednesday so hopefully we'll get to the gym I haven't been for a while unfortunately but um should definitely get to go tomorrow and then we've got a bunch of uh, phone calls and you know uh, kind of various other things I finished listening to that book um, getting things done um, and I'm gonna listen to it again and then put it away for a while and continue to try and implement some of the learnings or see if I can implement them with better discipline and uh, how we go because it's definitely true that um, there are way many more things to do than there is time to do them. But it's so interesting to listen to this book because that's the whole thesis of the book really is that that situation is by no means abnormal um, and there's lots of people in that position so how do you get the very most out of your day uh, every day and allow yourself to you know when you're having dinner and you're having spending time personal time with loved ones or whatever that you're just not distracted all the time by the things you have to do uh, and this, this also this idea of you know rather than thinking of things you have to do think you should think about things you have to do um, you know so instead of spending your time worrying about how many things you have to do and what they might be you know that all of that is taken care of by your systems and so really if you do have any kind of you know pondering time um, that you actually spend it 
you know, thinking about the things that you have to do in the sense of strategizing and, um, you know, analyzing and, and that rather than how many things you have to do and what are they, you know, so there's, there's actually quite a lot of good quotes in that book, but, um, I think I've got to share it on LinkedIn and stuff as well, just because definitely think it can help a lot of other people cool wonderful well i'm going to check out um as you can probably tell i'm getting pretty knackered uh so it's time for bed really um so i hope you're doing really well and uh, as always take care be compassionate and live in a beautiful state have an open heart and an open mind cheers bye-bye